the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Woohoo! Greetings. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Fabulous, isn't it? Fabulous. Kath, uh, good to see you. Thank you, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing, first mm-hmm. of all, happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeedy. Um, is it too early for me to tell it you? It's never too early. Your weekend oh, has yes. begun. Oh, yes, it has. Hey! For goodness Woo-hoo! sake. Five minutes past the four o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Good. It's a playoff Three. weekend as well. Of course well. it is. So <laughs> that <laughs> begs the question, <laughs> yes. what are you wearing? What am I wearing right now? Right now? A hoodie. The hoodie's not the problem. Oh, I'm wearing a red sweatshirt. What? I did. I did. We're, you know I, who we're playing I Sunday. I didn't even think about it. I did not I even, mean, what? You know how it is. You get, I'm no, just... I don't know how it is. I'm wearing a Ben jersey. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm from Pittsburgh. Right, right. And that's what you do when the Steelers are playing in the playoffs right. in two days. I, I don't know. I just was getting dressed this morning, and I just opened up the drawer. And is I was that like, what oh. it was? And no, and I was oh, like, I'll just wear this uh, Kansas City t-shirt no, I was like, here. So, gonna, why, well, that wouldn't be a big deal. I just wanted to be comfortable and warm. And all of a sudden, I came to work, and Christy's like, what are you wearing red for? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, like I've committed some cardinal sin. There's the Cardinals. But it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it is the red. So you're apologizing publicly? Because that guess helps. I what I'm being publicly shamed for wearing a red sweatshirt. I, I think you're being publicly shamed for mm. not thinking about it. I guess. But I've been humming. I've got that ear. Yeah, mm-hmm, what is mm-hmm, Yeah, mm-hmm, that's really, that's mm-hmm. tough to take. It is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The next, I'll be honest with you. Well, yeah, in the next room. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, was, I, I have heard that for the last 40 minutes. 13 minutes <laughs> straight. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's like you're down in the strip on uh, Penn Avenue by that place, you know, that plays it all day, every Listen, day. as goofy as that song is, don't you love it? I do. I love it. I it's so it. goofy. And it gets stuck. I mean, I'll be singing that in June. Right. It, it's a little more applicable now. It is, yeah. So I, I, I'll stick with you. I'm telling you, if you sing that in June, I'm going to come after you. There's something that's about it. I don't know. It's kind of like a nursery rhyme in a way, right? It's simple and kind of silly. and Or like the thing that finally drives you crazy. Right. Sorry. <laughs> My apologies for that. Anyway, good weekend, right? I was just talking to Chrissy here. She told me, I said, I'm going to Costco. She gave me a recommendation for, uh, for a little. Uh, what did you give? Just, she said, hey, go get those uh, cheese sticks. What, are, what cheese sticks? Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella. Oh, are they ones that you cook? They're like frozen ones? Oh. Yeah, in the air fryer. Mm. Oh, mm. which, you know, I have my air fryer. I still haven't used it. Oh, then this might be the reason to use it. I'm Seven excited. minutes in the air Seven fryer. Seven minutes of, don't you like a cheese stick? I mean, it's so bad for you, but I don't I, even care. I, it's not my favorite thing. What? what? It's okay. Who are you? I just, I'd rather have, like, last night we went to, uh... To Chick Fil A, and I had a large order of waffle fries. Yeah, now you're talking people. Mm-hmm. That was that was top. Show. And you know, I dipped it in that honey barbecue sauce, that mm-hmm. smoky thing. That stuff is delish. Delish indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's the Chick Fil A service? 
What do you think? Excellent. That's why I asked. It was great. I pulled up in my spot. Someone brought out and said, hi, have oh, a pleasant evening. Yeah. It was my pleasure. My, do it, no, know. my pleasure. Whatever. It's it was. my pleasure like, to be great. there. great. Fabulous. I don't know. It just feels good. Um, I mean, there's all this doom and gloom around the Steeler game. People are like, you know, I'm hey, feeling optimistic. There, hey, there, I feel optimistic, too. Do you? There are, ma- there are major voices who have called for a Steeler win. I know there are. Mm-hmm. Jerry yep. Dulac mm-hmm. called for a Steeler victory today. A Predicted one. Uh huh. There have been national voices also. Mm-hmm. And our friend uh, Tommy, uh, who's uh, Tom Kansas, Lewis, who's a Kansas, Kansas, who lives near Kansas City, taunting us. Yeah, he'll text. he'll be unbearable. You see my response? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I appreciate your response. Of course, of course. Of I course. back you completely. Anyway, it's good. I mean, this is if you like football. This is what you like football for for a weekend whole, like this. The whole weekend. It's cold. Snow's coming. Can you imagine Steelers playing Sunday? Ten inches of snow. What Monday is going to be like? It's like you know the great resignation. And how many people are off Monday? Oh, that's right, fabulous. I mean, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of consumption oh, Sunday. Let's just put stay it that off way. the roads. You do not a lot want to of be consumption on, the roads on Sunday night. Anyway, all right. So we're we talking news. Yep. Ready. Okay. Why not? And as we always do, Kath, please you give us the surprised. news stories. <laughs> just check it in. It's a daily Top element. Four of the show. at four. It's a Friday, mm. January fourteenth. 2022. Number one. The Biden administration accused Moscow today of sending saboteurs into eastern Ukraine to stage an incident that could provide Vladimir Putin of Russia with a pretext for ordering an invasion of parts or all of the country. According to today's New York Times, the White House did not release details of the evidence it had collected to back up its charge, though one official said it was a mix of intercepted communication and observations of the movements of people. The accusation came, of course, after the conclusion of a week of diplomatic encounters with Russia, moving from Geneva to Brussels to Vienna in an effort to de-escalate the confrontation. But those talks ended without any agreement to pull back the approximately 100,000 Russian troops that are at the border. Holy cow. Number two, family and friends of a New Orleans man who was the oldest World War II veteran when he died earlier this month will gather to remember him at a ceremony in a museum memorializing the war. Funeral services will be held tomorrow at the National World War II Museum in New Orleans for Lawrence Brooks, who died January 5th at the age of 112. Wow. The funeral service is for invited relatives and friends, but it will also be live-streamed on the museum's website. After the service, a traditional jazz procession will follow before Brooks is taken to Mount Olivet Cemetery in New Orleans, where he will be laid to rest. According to ABC News, Brooks was drafted into the Army in 1940, and after Japan's attack on Pearl Harbor, he was assigned to the mostly black 91st Engineer General Service Regiment stationed in Australia. They built bridges, roads, and airstrips for planes. Brooks was assigned as a caretaker to three white officers, cooking, driving, and taking care of their clothes before he was discharged from the Army in August 1945 as a private first class. He has five children, five stepchildren, and dozens of grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and a grateful country. Number three. For the second time in three seasons, Pittsburgh Steelers defensive teammates T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward were named first-team AP All-Pro. 
As you know, T.J. Watt was a unanimous choice. Well, maybe you know that. You probably know that he tied the sack record at 22 and a half, but he was a unanimous choice of 50 media members who regularly cover the league. Watt has been first-team All-Pro for three consecutive seasons and is a front-runner to be named NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Hayward is on the first team for the third time since 2017. He was also a second-team All-Pro last season. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's back. And number four, a profile on CBSNews.com tells the story, John, of Colette DeVito, who was bullied in high school, found it difficult to get a job after graduating from Clemson University, but stuck to the one thing that makes her happy, baking. Colette DeVito has Down syndrome. She decided to channel her passion into a career and has opened her own cookie company called Coletti's Cookies. The company is run out of Boston. It was founded by her in 2016, and it has already brought in more than $1 million in revenue over five years. Yeah, do it. And if starting her own business in her 20s was not impressive enough, she's also an author of two children's books. She's featured on the docuseries Born for Business about entrepreneurs with disabilities and runs her own nonprofit. That is so cool. This is what she said. There's a lot of amazing things happening. She says her favorite part of running her own business is hiring people with disabilities. And that is your top four. That's a great, great story. Okay, let's get underway with the Friday show, as we always do. We'll take a quick break, come back. Uh, we're going to talk with Anna Broadway. Uh, she went on a worldwide junket to discover, can Christian singles thrive? That's straight ahead, the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Don't burn your bitches. Be right back. W-O-R-D. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Brandon Heath. See me through it. See me through it. Brighter Days from Blessing Offer. I and Show You the Cross from Maddie Mullins. I'll show you the cross. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. When was the last time you watched your home movies? If you're like most, there's a box in your closet of videotapes, film reels, and photos that don't get watched. Worse, they're degrading. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. Ten years ago, we started Legacy Box to help families convert their aging media to digital. 
Here's how it works. Fill Legacy Box with your camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. We professionally digitize and send them back on DVDs, thumb drives, or the cloud, ready to watch and share. Legacy Box is the world's largest, most trusted home movie and photo digitizer. Over 450,000 families have used Legacy Box, and we've been featured on Good Morning America, Rachel Ray, and The Today Show. Dust off those recorded moments and preserve your family's history so it can be easily passed down for generations. Experience peace of mind and enjoy reliving the glory days. Order your Legacy Box today. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for a limited time to get 40% off your order. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Mike Battellini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 1130 a.m. here on WORD. You can also call Mike Battellini now for your complimentary customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book at 844-449-SAFE. That's 844-449-7233. Conversation turns to singles in the church. And when it happens here on our show, we, we often talk about the, the American church and the, the shortcomings of how we engage singleness in the church. Uh, our first guest today, Anna Broadway, she went around the world and looked at singleness in the church and discovered a lot of the same things that happen here happen in different countries. Uh, can Christian singles thrive? Anna Broadway's back with us. She is the author of Sexless in the City, a memoir of reluctant chastity, currently working on a book based on her singleness research. But she wrote a piece at, at Plow, which we're going to talk about today. Hi, Anna. Welcome back. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. It's good to be back with you. This is such an amazing story. We could talk to you for hours about this trip, <laughs> yeah. Anna. It's unbelievable. And I, I'm, I, I wasn't even sure where to start the conversation, but I think I'll start the same place you started your article in Plow, which is tell us a story about being in Valencia and you don't know where to go and talk about who you end up meeting with. Sure. So <clears throat> I had ended up in that part of Spain because a friend of a friend in London knew somebody there who was willing to host me for a few days. And this was just kind of how so much of my housing went on the trip that, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend would be like, okay, I can host you. So anyway, I ended up there. I'm looking for Catholics, but I'm not Catholic. I don't speak Spanish. So I actually had to Google mass in English and eventually found my way to this, historic church and so find a priest who speaks some English but he tells me that you know this really is not where I should be but then directs me to the English mass the following day and that's where I meet Father Fred who is this Nigerian priest that was doing a stint of work in Spain and we had such a fantastic conversation about singleness I love it so much. Now, this cool thing is you, you sort of went off, Anna, on this worldwide junket. I mean, in the piece, you talk about 41 countries, 71 cities, mm-hmm. 17 months. What prompted you and how did this whole thing unfold? I mean, what a massive amount of time and research to do this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's certainly not how I had expected to spend <clears throat> my early 40s, but... 
You know, in some ways it goes back to a couple of articles I had written for Christianity Today, I think around 2012 or 2013. And in those two pieces, I talked about the fact that so often the church's advice to Christians is focused on what we should, to singles in particular, is focused on what we should not do. It's prohibitions. And there is very little teaching on what to do with singleness even though that is a life season that every person goes through at least once, if not more than once. And so in that piece, I had said it would be so helpful if we got more guidance on what to do with our singleness. Well, that led to an idea for another book, which I was kind of reluctant to write and avoided for a while. And then I got redirected in 2014 down a path of some very intensive work reckoning with my own racism and learning more about how human beings turn differences into hierarchies. And, you know, for a while I thought it was completely unrelated, but I look back now and I see this is an intense project in terms of dealing with so many cultural differences, so many historical legacies of injustice and exploitation. I needed to do that spiritual work of wrestling very deeply with my own sin and culpability and learning more before I could attempt to come in as, you know, a woman of European ancestry visiting countries that have often been subject to colonialism and everything. Like, I really needed to do a lot of spiritual work to get closer to the place where hopefully I could come in with humility and say, hey, tell us about your story. What is God doing in your singleness? So, uh, you know, I didn't expect things to play out the way that it did, but by 2018, the time was right for me to quit my job and launch out onto the research. And in hindsight, what perfect timing, because I finished just a few months before COVID took nice. hold. And like, I would have been dead in the water if I had still been doing the field work. No doubt. that began. Okay, so you travel the world. You talk in this article about you engage with 327 people you've had conversations with about singleness. 327 people. I'm sure you found a lot of like-mindedness in your own story and a lot of differences as well. So, you know, after after everything shuts down and you come back to the United States, you've got all this time to sort of sift through things. There had to be some sort of like overriding thing, some kernel of truth that you were, you were like, this is what it's all about. Was that? Yeah, I think COVID and the pandemic and seeing the kind of isolation it brought and especially what that meant for singles where isolation became a lot more con- uh, acute really kind of confirmed some of the things I'd found. You know, one of the interesting things was how much meals can be a challenge for singles. And I think we started to see that more clearly during the pandemic, you know, because it is a human instinct to share food with other people. I think that's one of the ways that God made us to commune with him and with others. And so single people already have to work harder to share meals with other people. But when you have a pandemic that hits the restaurant industry the way that it did, it becomes much more difficult to even meet with friends for a meal out, you know? So I'm, I'm glad in a way that the pandemic brought more attention to some of that because I think yeah. 
there were some aspects of singleness that had been a bit more invisible before, and, and hopefully we're a little more aware of some of that now. That's good. I really like but that. But I also, I also think that one thing COVID really reinforced to me was the importance of living in community and what a difference that makes. So in May, or I guess in, in the summer of 2020, I ended up moving in with a family of five and spent the next year with them. And that was so life-giving because even though we were basically in a bubble and we were pretty much masking around almost everybody else and more limited in our activities, I had community. I had people to eat with. I had children in my life because I was living with a family and there was something really rich and good about that that confirmed a sense I'd had from my research and going back to what Father Fred had told me. To him, the instruction that it's not good for man to live alone doesn't just refer to marriage. It refers literally to housing. Hmm. And that was a really novel insight to hear him interpret that passage in that way. Anna Broadway is our guest, author of Sexless in the City, a memoir of reluctant chastity. Um, we're talking about her. Uh, how long was the trip start to finish? It was 17 months. I left in May 2018 and did my final interviews in Los Angeles, in-person interviews in October 2019. 17 months. That is so fascinating. That's so bold. Okay, I want to hear, Anna, about the commonalities of singleness, uh, because I'm sure there are a lot of differences. People, you know, when you travel to different countries, John and I have done have traveled as well, though neither one of us never for the length of time that you're talking about, um, even <laughs> close to it, nothing even close to it. But you do start to realize how limited your perspective on anything is at all. Sure. Um, and right. and then, you know, at the beginning of your trip, you might start out talking a lot. And by the end, you don't want to say anything because you realize you don't know. <laughs> you know, you should just <laughs> shut up. Uh, but so yeah. I know there are cultural differences, but I'm wondering if there are also commonalities between single people who are living in six different continents that you visited. Sure. Well, I think one of the interesting things I didn't expect to find is that it seems no part of the church does a very good job in handling singleness. Interesting. And so it was a very common refrain. Maybe the cultural reasons would be a little bit different, but single people are frequently stigmatized. And I think it's very important to remember, single does not just mean you are 20 and hoping to find somebody. So often I would go into a church and talk to a pastor or priest and ask about singles, and they would think they didn't have any in their church. And then it would turn out like, well, maybe they have a widow, or maybe they have this person in their 40s. Singleness spans all of life. It's not just people who've never been married and could still have children. And so I think... I think the church has an opportunity to grow into understanding what does it mean that God makes us a family through the work of Jesus mm. and and the common Holy Spirit that we share. That's not a family based on blood. Yeah. And that's something I think all the church is needing to learn more deeply. But, you know, it was encouraging how many singles I talked to, even if they didn't get very good teaching in their own church, had a sense that 
God is fine with this season. He does not view me as a second-class citizen. He does not think I have failed in life. And they would cite examples like Paul and Jesus. And so that was wonderful to me to see that when people are actively engaging with the Bible for themselves, when we are taking this to God, we hear that encouragement that he is not disappointed in us. He doesn't think we're worthless to him because we're not in a committed relationship. So, you know, there was there were good things that I saw in common and and there were challenges and opportunities to grow mm-hmm. that I saw in common. So, did it change your perspective, Anna? I mean, you know, t- to think about yourself as a single woman as you left the United States and then you came back. I mean, was there a difference in your attitude and how you saw yourself and as I'm sure especially how you saw singleness within the church? Sure. Well, I think something that it deeply confirmed is the incredible importance of focusing on seeking first God's kingdom. It is so easy to let your life story and your sense of meaning and purpose in life drift toward that of the culture, which very often centers family and career. You know, there's not a narrative arc to singleness the way that there is to finding somebody and having a family together. But even for Christians who are married, we are not called to find our purpose in having that family. We are called to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And so some of the people I talked to who seemed the most content and even purposeful in their singleness often had a very clear sense of work that God had called them to and what they were supposed to be doing for his kingdom, not necessarily ministry, but they saw how the way that they were spending their life, the relationships and people they were investing in, whether it was evangelism or consulting work to help bring peace or even working through the arts. When you have a clear sense of what you are doing to help bring God's kingdom, I think it makes singleness much easier to bear if that's not what you've chosen. And I found that to be true for myself. I had a very strong sense of purpose and kind of peace, particularly during that season of fieldwork. I knew I was where God wanted me to be, and there was a deep joy in that. That is so good. Anna, it is such a fascinating story. I can't tell you how, like, John and I were just taken with it, and talking to you is even better than reading the article. Yeah. It really is. So, th- <laughs> so thank, thanks for joining us. It yeah, really, yeah. really so, well, that, Oh, you're welcome. You'll release a book from this soon, Anna? Yes, I should have more details on my website coming soon about that. But, yes, things are moving forward on the book. Nice. Okay. So, wait, give, us, give us the website so people know. Yes, AnnaBroadway.com. And if you don't want to have to remember to come back later, you can always sign up to be part of my mailing list, and I'll, I'll send an announcement when I have more details. Terrific. Anna, thanks for joining us today, good really. Stuff. You're welcome. It was good to be on. Yeah, Check out pleasure. Anna's article called Can Christian Singles Thrive? It's in Plow Magazine. You can look it up online, but that book coming, it's going to be gold. AnnaBroadway.com. Take a quick break. Come back. This or that. This or that. It's that time again. Time for fresh starts and resolutions. And Harry's can help. Harry's is an award-winning razor brand that makes a full range of grooming essentials. But the benefits go way beyond the great shave at a fair price. Maybe you resolve to take control of your finances. 
With cartridge refills as low as $2 each, your budget won't even flinch when you switch to Harry's and save all year. And with checkout code SRNGOLD at harrys.com, you can get a trial set for just $3. If your resolution is to always look and feel your best, that's Harry's specialty. Their high-quality razors combine an ergonomic design with five super-sharp blades, shipped directly to you with a 100% money-back guarantee. New customers can get a Harry's starter set for just $3 at harrys.com with code SRNGOLD at checkout. Get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and travel cover, all for just 3 bucks. That's code SRNGOLD at checkout at harrys.com. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including... The towels. Enter promo code WORD or call 800 391 But right now, mypillow.com promo code is WORD. Hi, this is Joe Belanti with JD Waterproofing at 1 800 Berry Drive. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1 800 Berry Drive. That's 1 800 Berry Drive to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing, or cracking walls and or footer stabilization projects, or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family-owned and operated since 1939. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's new bed, new you sale. Start the year off right. Shop select mattresses from top brands starting at $159.99. Plus, you'll even get immediate delivery. Don't miss out. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Winter storm watch is in effect Sunday afternoon through Monday afternoon. Partly cloudy skies tonight, low 16. Very cold tomorrow, cloudy in the morning. Times of clouds and sun in the afternoon at a high of 25. Becoming cloudy Sunday with a coating to an inch of snow late in the afternoon. Snow can make roads and sidewalks slippery, disrupting travel. We'll see a high of 33. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly dive into ridiculousness. It, it unfolds as it is. We've got some things. We say this one or that one. Mm. That's how it works. Okay. We say. I just get like in the right mental frame, frame of, of mind, mind for it. All right. Okay. This or that. I'm ready. Uh, would you like me to give you yes. this or that? All right. All right. I'm ready. This, I think I am. What if I'm not ready? Well, it would just be a complete and total mess. Okay. All right. Here we go. Mason Rudolph, Cordell Stewart. Oh, gosh, Cordell. So old. I just feel strongly about it. Juju Smith Schuster, mm-hmm. 
Chase Claypool. Oh, boy. Okay, you're right. Probably Juju. Hey. Claypool just needs to mature a little bit. He did good last week. He did, yeah, sometimes. But I sound critical, like I can go you out do, and do exactly it. Exactly, right. Saturday morning cartoons, Saturday Night Live. Um, Saturday Night Live. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. Really? Okay. Sorry, I'm disappointed. You. Yeah, <laughs> a little bummed. <laughs> kind of judgy. Bum. Okay, sorry. Eating a meal of cottage cheese, eating a meal of pickled pig's feet. Oh, they're both so disgusting. There you go. Just And the only thing that would be worse is combining them. Mm. I think I'm going to take the pig's feet. Oh. That's oh, how bad I'd, it is. I'd pay to see I, that. I cannot. That cottage cheese stuff, that's wrong. Okay. Living to 106 by eating Big Macs. <laughs> Living to 75 and eating salad. I like salad. I don't think I don't. I, Do you I want to live longer? Eat a oh, Big Mac. That's not fair. That's like a, this or that, my friend. Right. Well, I guess I have to say Big Mac, John. Okay, good. Okay. All right. A Steeler playoff win. Yeah. A week's vacation with friends. Uh. I'll take the Steeler playoff. Hey. Win. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. The biggest impact this Sunday. T.J. Watt, mm-hmm. the biggest impact this Sunday, Ben. What? Oh. The Immaculate Reception, Ben to Santonio San Holmes. Oh, Ben to Santonio, San man. That was a good moment. <laughs> a Summer Wind by Frank Sinatra. Great song. Love that song. Here We Go song by Roger Wood. Oh, my gosh. Summer Wind. <laughs> what? Guys. I can't believe oh. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, game day nachos, game day pierogies. Yeah, that's a hard one because they're both delicious. Mm-hmm. They're both delicious. Uh, I'm actually going to go with the nachos, which makes me seem like I'm not so much of a homer, but I feel like I have to. John, uh, that's, that's my this or that. Okay, that's good. Ten basic. All right. Uh, as you know, the Steelers meet the Chiefs in the marquee game of the NFL playoffs Sunday what? night. Mm-hmm. Even though you're wearing the wrong color, I'm still going to give you, John, the black and gold edition of this or that. Okay, thank you. Number one, Kansas City barbecue or hometown pierogies? Oh, you know, come on. Uh, So that. Give me the barbecue. Uh, Really? Give me the barbecue. Boy. Yeah. Lots of it, too. Well, you're not very loyal. Number two, Mm. Ben Roethlisberger Mm. or Terry Bradshaw? Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. That was like not even. Terry? He didn't even come back for Chuck's. Yeah. Number three, Pat Mahomes. Or Joe Montana. Both Kansas City quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm going local. Joe Montana. Okay. I mean, it's a good choice. Yeah, I don't think I can pick on you no. for that or say that you did it wrong. No. The pass looking pretty good. He looks good. He looks pretty good. Unfortunately. Number four. Antoine Randall to Heinz Ward mm. for 43 yards and a touchdown in Super Bowl 40 over the Seahawks. That was good. <laughs> or... Ben DeSantonio in the end zone in Super Bowl 43. Steelers over the cards. Ben DeSantonio, (laughs) six ways from Sunday. It's so good. Number five. The Beer Barrel Polka Steeler Anthem or that dang Here We Go. Oh, Here We Go. Coming and going. You're picking that over We're From the Town with the Great Football. Number six. Yep. Juju may be be playing this Sunday or... Travis Kelsey having to go into COVID protocol. 
<laughs> What's that hard. mean? That's harsh. That's harsh. I'm not saying I want him to be sick. Maybe, well, he, just, see, maybe he was just exposed. No, I'm not going to like, no. I'm not going to even choose that because it's like, that's bad juju. Oh, is it? It is. Okay. Juju coming back out. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Number seven. Mm-hmm. Bill Cower or Mike Tomlin? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, come on. That's really rough. That's this or that. I love them both. I do love them well, both now. Make up your mind. That's really hard. Uh, I'm going, Mike. Okay. Number eight, Jack Lambert or T.J. Watt? Hey. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going old school with Jack Lambert. Number nine. Yep. Wearing a Steeler jersey each day all day for seven straight days, as you should always be eager to do, but for some reason aren't. Nope. Or not watching the Steeler Chiefs game on Sunday night. Oh. Oh, I'd be happy to wear a jersey. Would each, you? If, yeah, if, if I missed that game, no. Last one, celebrity coin flipper at the game. Ted Lasso or Dr. Fauci? <laughs> Ted Lasso. <laughs> Let's go Steelers. 101.5 WORD. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Keith Stevens and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Andy Stanley shares how to build a powerful legacy. Make sure that whatever decision you make is a decision that becomes part of your story that you want to tell because every decision we make becomes a permanent part of our story. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. WORD. It's that time of the year at the Springhouse in 84. It's Dairy Farm Tour time. That's right. We actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm. The children love feeding the calf, milking the cow, and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat. Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339 or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dynavite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dynavite and in our first box, we noticed the difference. Dynavite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins and enzymes and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. 
That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Ralph Cruz with us. Ralph's a science writer, a content creator for various outlets, including Universe Today, Practical Engineering, and his own curious channel, Isn't That Something, here today to talk to us about practical engineering. Hey, Ralph, good to see you. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Always good to see you guys. Ralph, this is a really intimidating subject for me, i got to Engin- tell you. Engineering. Because like, we're engineers. Well, yeah, first of all, we're not. We have a grasp on <laughs> But anything. second of all, I grew up with one. My dad was an engineer, and I always just felt like what he I don't know if it's because our minds were so different, but I always felt like what he did was like an unattainable thing for the average person. I just didn't feel equipped for it. I was bad at math. I wasn't great in science. I was like your classic, you know, English social studies person. And so, but now that I'm older, I feel like I've kind of missed out on appreciating it or even understanding like the the base level or the foundation of it. For sure. And even when I was a kid, engineering seemed sort of maybe esoteric or hard to get your head around and something just for the big brain kids, you know. Um, But it isn't that way. And actually, so practical engineering is this channel I'm so uh, excited to work with. I do all the script editing for it. Um, And it makes it something completely accessible and engineering in various forms. I mean, the radio show we're doing right now doesn't work without engineers, but of course, uh, the built world around us. I mean, we're surrounded by incredible um, just examples of brilliant engineering and the, the, the channel practical engineering that is hosted by uh, its creator, Grady Hillhouse. It just makes it all so accessible. It's not um, it's not just for um, high end math and science talent. I mean, it's for everybody and it makes it uh, digestible in a way and fun too, honestly. And I think that's one of the important things about any kind of uh, informal technical communication, whether it's science or math or in this case, engineering. Uh, you got to have fun with it. And nobody has more fun uh, with, with engineering and civil engineering than Grady Hillhouse does uh, with practical engineering. And I'm just thrilled to be part of it and to get a chance to tell you guys more about it today. Fabulous. Okay, so then how does this work? You know, you, you sent us um, uh, a title. Uh, they were talking about foundations, right? I mean, uh, this sure. is kind of cool. So um, in Oakland, there was a gas station on Forbes Avenue for forever and ever and ever, for decades. And so I drive by there occasionally. The gas station is now gone, and they're drilling down. I mean, they, you know, excavating down into the ground, like stories down deep into the ground. And I think... That is so cool. I mean, probably there's never been a human being down that far in the earth, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden there's going to be, you know, concrete and electricity and plumbing and all that. The idea that someone's able to do that, you know, a team of people is just really fascinating. Yeah, no, absolutely. And in fact, our most recent video was on foundations and why buildings need them and how different scale buildings need different foundations. Uh, For instance, my house in in Greenfield here in Pittsburgh, I have a foundation that is a one-story basement, concrete foundation, cinder block walls. Um, But that, you know, wouldn't work if my house weighed as much as a skyscraper, right? So you're you're mentioning in Oakland, drilling down deeper um, is something that folks will do to create foundations that are resting on bedrock or in a more stable way. Um, and, And the whole purpose of a foundation, basically is to make sure your structure doesn't move 
in an unexpected way, especially if one side of it moves more than the other. And I mean, if you live in the area, I'm sure if not your own foundation, somebody, you know, has a foundation that has maybe a crack in it, something where the movement of the hillside or water under the soil can can put stress on that foundation. Mm-hmm. And of course, the bigger the structure, the more important it is that that foundation remains rock solid. And, uh, you know, that can get very technical very quickly. Uh, but Grady does a great job of explaining it. And and there's also really wonderful visuals. One of the things I love about about using YouTube as a medium is the ability to include animations and footage of real life engineering examples that help reinforce everything that Grady is saying. We're talking to Ralph Crew. We're talking about a new website he's a part of, Practical Engineering. Ralph's a science writer and a content creator for various outlets. Um, when I think of the word foundation, I think of shopping for a house and the, <laughs> the horrible yeah. like home inspection that you mm-hmm. know is Now, it's horrible. It's good if you're the buyer, right? Because you, mm-hmm. you don't want to be buying something that you know you shouldn't be buying. Rumble. But you still have this sick – at least I had this sick feeling in my stomach when I was either buying or selling my house that the home inspection is going to be where everything was going to fall apart, <laughs> right? So because so much of, of what goes on in a house is beyond the notice of most people who live in the house. Right. No, Absolutely. Um, you know, when we're sitting comfortably in our warm homes uh, and not noticing the ground moving by an inch or two during the freeze thaw cycle that we're in right now here in January. I know that today we've seen above and below freezing temperatures uh, within a short cycle, and that causes the ground to expand and contract. Uh, and that can move a, ha- a house around. You might not notice it when you're inside it, but I guarantee the concrete your foundation is made of notices it. And there are lots of ways to mitigate that. You know, there there are foundations that we build here in Pennsylvania that are specialized to deal with that that you might not see in, say, Texas, which is actually where where Grady, who runs practical engineering, lives. And he uses his his house is actually on a series of piers uh, with beams placed on top of them. So he has a crawl space under his house. He doesn't have a basement the way that we do here. But that's because the ground there never freezes, at least not deep down like it does here in Pennsylvania. Interesting. So, Ralph, yesterday we were talking about um, uh, TikTok stars, and yeah. uh, there was an article the Wall Street Journal published in this saying, "Hey, you know the top earners in you know the TikTok stars, uh, some young woman who is a dancer, she made fifteen million dollars last year, right?" And you think, "Well, <laughs> what's that all about?" And so, so you know, there's you, you're in production, you know, on a YouTube channel. I mean, this whole thing has really taken off. You know, the idea that there are people. I mean, someone with, you know, I would say, and I, I don't mean to denigrate someone's, you know, dancing skills, but, the, you know, that's one thing, as opposed to a team of engineers and other people who are involved in science work, and they're building a platform for people like Kath and I, just regular people, and in making things, you know, that are complex, simple, so that we can wrap our minds around it. That's fascinating work. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, while we might not have the same reach as this uh, TikTok star you're talking about, practical engineering has actually become really successful. One of the things that's really satisfying for me, for instance, our foundation video, which came out uh, about a week ago, uh, has a little over a million views at this point. So, you know, we've reached a ton of people and gotten a lot of people excited. And YouTube is a really special medium for that. Um, We're able to put out videos uh, at exactly the right schedule that matches with Grady's ability to produce this high-end content. Um, and then we're able to get it out there and get it uh, in front of an audience that you might not otherwise be able to reach. And, uh, you know, I, 
I'm just, I'm really lucky to be part of it. It is really fun to do. Uh, and it's pretty wild to think. I mean, that's a lot of people. A million people is pretty hard to even think that about. Sure is, yeah. And the the fact that our work is is hitting hitting that many and more actually in some cases, uh, it's pretty cool. Ralph Cruz with us, uh, science writer, content creator. We're talking about a new website he's involved in, a new YouTube channel called Practical Engineering. Um, okay, so the last thing I want to ask you, Ralph, is just you know I. I have this fascination with the Golden Gate, with any bridge, but particularly with the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, yeah. And so I, whenever I can, like, carve out some time, I like to watch documentaries on the building of the, the building of the Golden Gate Bridge because, to me, it symbolizes one of the most audacious ideas. I cannot believe that people could do that. And I cannot believe that anybody ever thought they could. And I guess that's my question there. So engineering is, you know, is, is science, right? It's this, if, if this plus this equals this, right? But there mm-hmm. also has to be some type of bravado, gravitas. I don't know what it is that makes you think you can. Yeah, absolutely. And not only is it trying to figure out whether or not you can often with engineering, you're working at the intersection of science and also industry and business. Right. So it's like, can you do it? And can you do it in an affordable way? Right. Right. Often a bridge is built, you know, in, in a way that, you know, of course safely spans where it's supposed to go, but also is, is a good business idea and engineers constantly are threading this line. No doubt there's a bravado about it. And uh, I love that you mentioned bridges. If you ever want to get an engineer just talking, if you're like in a in a small talk situation with an engineer, just ask them, "Hey, what's your favorite bridge?" And you've got an hour Is that of conversation right? oh, that's guaranteed. It, yeah, and the Golden Gate. I mean, there's so many people who have been inspired by it. I, I, uh, you know, even though I'm from uh, basically from around here, the city of bridges, and I've you know, seen hundreds and hundreds of bridges. My wife is from out in the San Francisco area. Now, I've walked across the Golden Gate Bridge. And it is, yeah, it takes a long time too. I it's bet. like a couple miles. It, it you know, you. it's not like crossing, you know, the McKees Rocks Bridge. No, it's like outrageous. That. That's really cool. Uh, before you leave us, give us a plug for uh, practical engineering. Easily found on yeah. the, yeah. Easily found. Just just Google practical engineering. Go on YouTube, search practical engineering. Uh, the the main creator, his name is Grady Hillhouse, and uh, he, he's a wonderful guy. I'm so lucky to work with him. And uh, if you want to learn more about how the built world around you works, I can't recommend it enough. I love it. That's Ralph Cruz, science writer and content creator. Good to see you, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. Thanks. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, Right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 or more per month with MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. You get access to a massive network of providers and 24-7 telehealth. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years and it's more than just affordable health care, too. You get to be part of a community of Christians who pray for each other and support each other. But here's why now is the time to make the switch. Join before January 15th, and they'll waive your new member fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. Call now. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is January 15th, so you can save even more. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 
844-45-BIBLE. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement, all with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Something's traveling across the state of Pennsylvania right now that you would like to avoid, I believe, at all costs. Mm-hmm. It's called the Superload, and for good reason. The highway behemoth is longer than five fire trucks and weighs as much as two blue whales. But it is on the road traveling at a top speed of 30 miles an hour right now. Because this week and next week, this mammoth tractor trailer hauling a tank from a decommissioned nuclear training site will lumber across our beloved state on a 400-mile route, and uh, it will test the skills of even the most seasoned trucker. The metal Leviathan, which takes up two lanes of traffic as it's on the road, measures 213 feet from end to end. It weighs 294 tons. The average tractor-trailer, on average, weighs 40 tons. 40 so it rolls across the state. It's expected to be a nine-day journey. The rig with several flatbeds and escort vehicles must cross 16 counties, navigating exit ramps, county roads, two-lane highways, unusual traffic patterns, and a potential snowstorm headed its way. As I said, the truck travels only on posted speed limits of 30 miles per hour, whatever is lower, according to the PA Department of Transportation. Lou Grill, I'm reading this article, it's in today's uh, New York Times. Lou Grill, who's a truck driving expert and instructor in Montana with 54 years of experience on the road, said he had deep respect for any truck driver who could handle a 294-ton load. He said the weight limit is uh, 40 tons, 
featherweight by comparison. This is phenomenal, Mr. Grill said. If this guy pulls this off professionally, he should get accolades. We should bow to him. There are not many drivers like this. So it's going to be traveling Wait, along. Okay, so is it, is it on 80? Is it going to be on the turnpike? Where is it? I mean, obviously you can't get around it. This is no. why you're bringing it up, is that there's no possible way if you get stuck behind this thing. I know. That you can... If it's taken um, up two lanes. They do not say what road this is on. Uh, it does not. It says the truck left the Kesserling site on January the 5th, crossed northeast Pennsylvania on Wednesday night, expected to reach Wampum, PA, about 41 miles north of I Pittsburgh. I bet it's going on smaller roads. 30 miles an hour. So what's that like? So it's only going on roads that have a 30-mile-an-hour speed limit. Because it can't go fast, right? And, it's, and it takes up oh, wow. two well, full lanes. Not. Okay. Right? Uh, it's also radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's gigantic, super heavy, really slow, and radioactive. <laughs> and it's going to be in a snowstorm. Okay, good. <laughs> all right, so stay home. Yeah, you might want to avoid that at all costs. Anyway, wow. the Keystone State is uh, featuring something special this week on the roads. We're going to step aside. When we come back, has our language gotten more emotional? What? A writer for The Guardian says, yes, it has. And... Because of that, or maybe as, as a result of that, we've become less rational. That doesn't sound like a compliment. We're going to talk about it coming up next. Right on. WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The White House says U.S. intelligence officials have determined a Russian effort is underway to create a pretext for its troops to further invade Ukraine. And Moscow has already prepositioned operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. Lead forecaster Bob Orovic at the National Weather Service says the storm that is currently bringing snow to the plains will be a major weather event for much of the country into the weekend. Some of the heavier totals are probably going to be uh, western North Carolina through parts of the central Appalachians, western and northwestern Pennsylvania, and western New York State, uh, where their totals could be anywhere from 8 to 12 inches plus and then similar uh, snow totals across parts of southwest minnesota into iowa where totals again will be in the uh, 6 to 12 inch range the stocks remain lower the dow off 327 points the nasdaq is down seven this is srn news do you pay for your own health insurance are you self-employed a gig worker are you a small business owner trying to help your employees find affordable benefits if so listen up my name is tom yakupin and you can save 25 to 50% or more on your monthly premiums and have benefits with first dollar protection on many common outpatient services. That's right, no deductible, no copayments. With many traditional health plans, you're functionally uninsured because of deductibles, copays, and other cost sharing devices that benefit the insurance company, but not you. With New Era Health Plans, you can access doctors, hospitals, and urgent care facilities with our freedom of choice nationwide PPO network, including Washington Hospital, St. Clair, Allegheny General, and UPMC. Call me, Tom Yakupin, 
724-228-7187 or visit us online at neweraHealthPlans.com. At paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that's now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-959-4526 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. Call 800-959-4526. 800-959- 4526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-959-4526 now. Visit us on the web at completecar.com. Hey, Meg Robbins here. And I'm David Robbins, president of Family Life, and most importantly, Meg's husband. And we would love for you to join us on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise, February 6th through the 13th. It's seven nights away just to focus on a stronger, more connected marriage on one of Royal Caribbean's largest and nicest ships. And we are going to be stopping at three beautiful ports. And the cruise is happening just before Valentine's Day. And I'm just saying, it's currently not too late to sign up, but the clock is ticking. It's really such a special time to get away and focus on just the two of us and enjoy solid teaching, great worship and entertainers, and most importantly, time together with my favorite person. Now I'm looking forward to that too. And hey, you can join us and save up to 60% with the code JOINUS when signing up at lovelikeyoumeanit.com. That's lovelikeyoumeanit.com. We hope to see you there. Winter Storm Watch is in effect Sunday afternoon through Monday afternoon. Partly cloudy skies tonight, low 16. Very cold tomorrow, cloudy in the morning. Times of clouds and sun in the afternoon at a high of 25. Becoming cloudy Sunday with a coating to an inch of snow late in the afternoon. Snow can make roads and sidewalks slippery, disrupting travel. We'll see a high of 33. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Greetings, greetings. Good afternoon. It's the 5 o'clock hour of The Ride Home. It's been a very busy, deep dive of a week, and uh, we're happy that you're with us for the final hour this uh, this week. We sure are. Mm-hmm. Coming up this hour, a week in review. Oh. It's at 5.35. Also, we'll be making our picks a big weekend in uh, NFL football, but we'll Toss some attention under the pens as well. Um, and we'll talk about Jerome Bettis going back to school, 525. Could you go back to school? You know how difficult that would be? Well, I went back to school. I, I graduated from college and then I was off for four years and went back. Yeah, okay. But that was hard. Like, but like what, three I, decades. what I'm saying is it was hard after four years. Oh, my God. So imagine what it would be like after a couple uh, decades. Yeah, That'd be yeah. very, very hard. Anybody who goes back for a degree or an advanced degree at that age, I think. I respect that a lot. Oh, I sure do. Yeah. I really do. Okay, check this out. I read this today. I thought this was really interesting. This is sort of like a a flag of where we are in the age. Language is getting less rational. 
That is the gist of a new finding from researchers at Indiana University. The study, called The Rise and Fall of Rationality in Language, is published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, found that the past 40 years have seen a shift from the language of rationality to the language of emotion. Whatever the drivers, our results suggest that the post-truth phenomenon is linked to a historical seesaw in the balance between our two fundamental modes of thinking, reasoning versus intuition, says study co-author Ingrid van de Lump. The researchers looked at the language used in millions of English and Spanish language books published between the years of 1850 and 2019, analyzing the use of 5,000 frequently used words. The rise of reasoning words like determine and conclusion and the decline of intuitive words like feel and believe could be seen starting around 1850 and lasting until the late 20th century. But... Over the past 40 years, this trend has reversed as words associated with the intuition and emotion were used more frequently and words associated with fact-based arguments were used less frequently. Drawing broad conclusions from all this may be a little hasty as the findings could simply reflect a shift in the way language is used or the way authors state their case rather than a deep reset in our modes of thinking. However... The results of the analysis are somewhat interesting, even if they only reveal shifts in communication styles. That's fascinating. Don't we live that on a daily basis now? Yes, we are an emotional society by far and away. Yeah. Reasoning is taking a back seat. Reactive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it's interesting that, you know, the science, now people hear this and kind of go, wait a second, that just might be, you know, false science, right? So there's got to be peer review of this as well. But you think about, you know, with the rise of AI, to look at all this material between 1850 and 2019, wonder what that material is. You know, fiction, mm-hmm. nonfiction, periodicals, newspapers, Newspaper. all that. How do you funnel that into a, you know, machine and it reads it and formulates it, the idea of w- what it's reading and sees the difference between reasoning and in- in- intuition. Right. It makes me think that the other thing that we're observing, which is the fact that reporting it has become opinion. Yes, it has. Could be connected. Right. Right. Is that rationality is no longer as attractive. And so if you're a reporter, you can bring a slant. To your piece. There's no more just, you know, just the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Right. right. Yeah. I'm just... I mean, I'm, I'm consistently interested in this because on a daily basis, you and I both try to take in uh, the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Washington Post, and then local, print. local papers, right? Yeah. We don't, I don't, I got to be honest, I don't watch any cable news. I don't either. And it I don't, watch, and I don't watch any local news. Uh, occasionally I do. Just, I'm always curious about the fires. And the car wrecks. <laughs> you never well, know. Then. I mean, that's really what it okay. is. I mean, yeah. Okay. So I don't watch any news at all mm-hmm. on television. On the television. Yeah. So all of my news I get from from reading online. And over the last year and a half, especially since uh, Biden beat Trump in the election and the whole January 6th thing happened, every time one of those major periodicals talks about the election or talks about Trump disputing the results of the election, they always insert something about how it's been disproven. Yeah. 
And so, and I, I, I personally agree with their perspective on that, but find it intrusive to reporting. I feel as if there is no actual uh, moderated, uninvolved voice mm-hmm. in any reporting I see about the election. Yeah, and I don't think that's helping us. I think I think the news editors are striving to stand behind what they see as the facts of the election. And I appreciate their commitment to that. But the way they're going about it, I think, is actually causing the opposite thing to happen because it sounds so it just sounds like an opinion piece. It doesn't sound like something you'd read on the front page. So I wonder what that means. I mean, you know, it's one thing. But it's emotional. It is emotional. So, you know, the schools of journalism, the big schools of journalism that, you know, have run this country, you know, and produced some of the finest writers, news reporters for generations. Have they shifted? Have their, has their tone changed? Yes. Has their I reasoning? think it's changed. I wonder. Don't you think it's changed? I, well, what's changed? You read changed, those papers every day. What's changed is the decline of the news media. Right, yeah. Right? I mean, right. There are fewer people doing it. Yeah. Um, people who, you know, people, bright minds who would have chosen in the past to be journalists are not going to do that now. Because, you know, the, the decline of traditional news media certainly doesn't pay like it used to. So, you know, those minds would go elsewhere. I mean, it, it's interesting. Uh, remember uh, Woodward and Bernstein, you know, the duo from uh, the Watergate, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Carl Bernstein published a book this month. Just just this past week, where he details his rise to what it was like to be a young reporter to find his way at the Washington Post. And it's fascinating. You know, everyone sort of bemoans and decries, if you're following along with the news media, you know, the, the, the demise of traditional reporting. You look at our own Pittsburgh news uh, papers here. The Post-Gazette is gone. The Pittsburgh Press is a shell of yeah, what it used to gone. be. The Press is gone. The Post-Gazette uh, sorry, is Sorry, yeah, right. The Press is gone. The Post-Gazette is a shell of what it used to be. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the local papers like the Tribune Review or the the, uh, North Hills News Record, which is the one I grew up with. I'm sure you had something like that in Swissvale. Yeah. Those are all gone. All gone. Beaver County News. Is that still around? Uh, Probably not. I don't know if that's true. I think it might be. But I don't know. You you make a good point, though. You know, so traditional news reporting is now opinion based as opposed to being fact based. Certainly. It reads like that to me and I read it every day. And just the country itself is so divided, left, right, Democrat, Republican. And it shows, I think, if you would look at the New York Times bestseller list, you know, the nonfiction reporting, you would see that as well. I'm sure. Right. Everybody's just so amped up. So you wonder what's the chicken and what's the egg? Yeah. Are they amped up because language has become more emotional and less rational? Or has language become less rational and more emotional because people are so amped up? And you look at, you know. But you know they're connected. Sure they are. Facebook, Twitter, all, all that. Yeah, but I when you started uh, reading this information, I assumed that you were talking specifically about social media. No. But you're not. That's what makes it even more fascinating is it's it's an assessment of language overall, including periodicals, including news writing, including fiction, all of it. Yeah, they don't talk about, you know, uh, the Internet here. They're talking about right. print media right. in some form. Which is know. much more even – is more persuasive. I mean, everybody knows that social media is emotional and not rational. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it lives. Crying out right. loud, the, 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 the dancing, you know, sisters are making a combined, like, $35 million. Yeah, good job. And right. they're not really dancing that well. No, I don't think there's a lot of rationality there. Right. So we know that. But to think that it's all around, what does that mean? Do, do we have to, do we have to fight against that, or is it a good thing? How does a? Well, it means that the feelers are winning over the thinkers, right? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm an emotional person. You're, but we're all emotional people. But, we, but can you let the emotion... Oh, this goes back to our Enneagram numbers. Oh, no. Oh, heaven oh, help this... us. That's the Enneagram again. We're going to get sucked into that Enneagram. Myers-Briggs thing and then the Enneagram. Even in the bleak midwinter, spring does call to us. And here to talk to us about the spring at the farm is Marsha from the Springhouse. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. How are you today? We're well, Marsh. And one of the things that we've loved so much, I shouldn't speak for John because that never goes well, Marsha, but (laughs) I can speak for myself. I love the tours of the farms that we did. I did it with my kids. I did it with my mom and dad. Um, It's such a fun thing. And I'm hoping there's going to be a time soon when we can schedule those. Yes, and we just started that this week, scheduling farm tours, and it's been so fun. The, the gal that put it online, is she said, oh, my gosh, Marsha, it's filling up so fast. And I'm like, that's because there's all those good planners out there that are thinking five months ahead, four months ahead, six months ahead. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Anyway, we are taking um, reservations right now for our spring dairy farm tours. I think we can get back to normal this year, it seems like. And so um, if you haven't been here for a farm tour, it's so fun. It's a real hands-on experience. You get to milk a cow by hand, visit the cows in the milking parlor, go visit all 200 head of animals at the feed at the feedlot where they're actually sticking their heads out at the freestall barn, and you can pet them while they're having their corn silage. And then um, you feed a baby calf. And finish up with an ice cream cone and some sliding down the slide. And and it makes for a really fun morning. Our tour guides are all real jovial folks who love to share our farm with folks. And so it's a good time to give us a call and talk to Kara. And then we also have a website. It's Springhouse Farm Tour at Comcast.com. Or you can check it out on our website and um, email her a date that you might like to come. And she'll try to fit you in. And um, or you can call her on Tuesdays and Fridays. Those are good days to get a hold of her. Fabulous. I mean, it's truly a hands-on experience. So if you're planning for springtime, head on down to the uh, the Springhouse. Take your family, take your school, but check it all out. SpringhouseMarket.com. Hey, Marsh, uh, be well. Thank you. You too. 101.5 WORD. Hi, I'm Georgine Rice. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, the Biden administration pushes two radical pieces of legislation that would fundamentally alter our democracy. There are bills that would fundamentally transform how elections are conducted in our country. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. The Christian Outlook, Sunday night at 10 on 101.5 WORD. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 
Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Is something missing in your life? There might just be an empty space that only Jesus Christ can fill. Join us for what God is doing at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326 Avenue, downtown. By the way, getting here for Sunday worship at 1045 isn't so hard. Parking is available at the Mellon Square Garage or the garages on Oliver Avenue behind the church. Come for worship, then stay and get to know downtown. God has blessed us to bless this great city. So in the last year especially, we've seen the rise of space tourism, right? Where the billionaires among us have built and paid for trips to outer space. And of course, 2022 is going to be no different. We've entered a new phase here. But but you wonder, I, I think for those of us who are interested in space and space travel, and you, you, you know, occasionally would put your eye to the lens of a telescope and, you know, peer out into the moon and to the stars beyond that, what it's like to be in outer space. I saw a piece uh, online that was talking about six six astronauts, and they were interviewed to talk about whenever they were out in outer space, which is, you know, the backward perspective from what we have. We're looking into space. They're looking back at us. Those moments for them when everything changed. And apparently this is true in the fraternity of those who have traveled in space, especially for long, long days. Some people, you know, 150 days, 250 days, a year or more. And what does that do to your perspective when you see Earth on one side of the window and then the universe on the other side of the window? Well, And uh, these are commonalities. Commonalities, yeah. Amongst that, astronauts. That most astronauts, whenever they come back down and they have this conversation, what did you experience? They would find these common threads. Okay. So they talked to a, an astronaut, Chris uh, Hadfield, who spent 165 days in space. Okay. Now, can you imagine? No, I can't. He says this. He says, um, he says I, I was in the International Space Station, and I took a picture of Karachi, Pakistan. And I, 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 he said, you're so busy in space that you really don't have time to reflect. He said, really, it's when you come back down to Earth and you're reading through your journals and looking mm. at your photographs – he said, um, I took this photo of Karachi, Pakistan, and I read what I wrote about it the next day, which was, there are six million of us living in Pakistan. And I realized that the part of the world had become us for me. So he, if he was on Earth, he would never have – he would have said there's six million of them. Right. He said six million of us? When is that no longer them? Mm-hmm. How did that become part of the world, which I've never even been to? I've never been to Karachi, Pakistan. Now suddenly, because of the cumulative effect of where I am, I start to feel like us. I think that's when the world became one place for me. And it changed everything. I mean, I love that. Wow. Jerry Lineker, who spent 143 days in space, he says... um, you go through the launch process, and it's just chaos. It's just power. You think, wow, man built this thing. It's incredible. This thing is getting me to 17,500 miles an hour in less than 60 seconds. All that part is incredible. So you catch up with everything. You do all these things your brain has to do. It switches and makes everything correct. And then 
later on, you just have this incredible view of the universe of Earth. And there's this little reflection of yourself as a human being telling yourself, I'm in space. What mankind has just accomplished is incredible, and I'm at the very tip of that, and I'm grateful to be part of that process. This is my favorite. This is Nicole Scott. She spent 104 days in space, and she says, the planet just glows. I remember trying to describe to my son, who was seven at the time, what it was like looking, what it was like looking at the planet Earth. And I'm like, okay, the simplest way that I can think is that it's just, we'll take a light bulb, the brightest light bulb connecting with the rest of the universe. I never grew up thinking that this was the end all, the be all. I never thought of the boundaries and the borders. And I always knew that they were human made, that we put them up there, that they had no relationship to anything. I knew that the clouds carry water over different parts of the world. That wasn't a big whoop to me. But when I see this bright light and all the movement and all the color, I mean, it just made me humble to think I was part of the process, that God had made that and I was there. Hmm. That is so incredible. How can you, I wonder about this. I, I would, I'm sure there's been a lot of talk about this because some of the original Apollo astronauts converted to Jesus. They converted to Christianity after their trip to the moon. Right. I wonder if there's been a study, there has to be of some sort, where they would talk to the astronauts pre-launch and then after they've come down and spent time on Earth, what their spiritual mm-hmm. musings That'd were. That'd be really interesting to know. In our current culture, I can't imagine you think that-, that result ever getting out if it did if it did prove that people came to a knowledge of God or an awareness or belief in, I I just can't imagine that happening simply because the worlds of science and faith are so delineated right now. And are you a science denier? I mean, how are you a science denier? I mean, there's just, there seems to be no space for the embrace of both, which I totally disagree with and mourn over, but that, that's the, that's the cultural conversation we're having. Well, we're having. NASA is a uh, obviously a taxpayer paid for publicly funded entity. So they point. would have to answer those questions if people ask those questions. Right? They yeah. would they would have to. Yeah, they would have to. I'm going to do a little Yeah, pop. I was going to say let's look that up. Yeah, I'd be very very curious about that. I mean, how could you not again, we we've talked about this, you know, someone like Carl Sagan. How could you not look at the heavens? And think because God it doesn't. Made this. It does, how could you look at a kitten and think that? It depends on your perspective. That's what that story tells me. Is it depends on where you're looking from, what you end up seeing. I guess. I mean. I mean, nobody in Afghanistan. Not. I shouldn't say nobody. There aren't probably a lot of people in Afghanistan who are looking at the people in Pakistan and thinking they. Thinking we're we are together because us. their perspective is, is not, exactly right, right. so you have to get out of the space you're in to change your perspective. Right. Okay. So in this piece that I'm reading, uh, it's from uh, it's from Get Pocket. Six NASA astronauts describe the moment in space when everything changed. That um, one of the astronauts was was saying, we were on board two Americans and two Russians, and the Russians said, let's have dinner together. I would imagine you know they they probably don't have dinner together often because they're all doing different things. So the Russian said, we have the meat packet. You bring the vegetable package. 
And so, so it's like a potluck. Right. But just happening in space. So there's four of them together. They're traveling in the International Space Station 17,500 miles an hour, you know, rotating around the Earth. And the one astronaut said, I looked down and Charday was playing over the PA system. Okay. <laughs> Smooth operator. <laughs> and we're listening to Charday and we're, you know, communicating, enjoying this, you know, freeze-dried meal, whatever that must taste like. And I looked down and I see, she said, I saw my home, my, you know, I see Virginia. I can make out Virginia. And then literally, just a few minutes later, there's Russia. Oh, my God. There's Ukraine. Wow. And they look down and they see their home. Wow. And that's how small it is as you're traveling 17,500 miles. And you've got the God's eye view yeah. of who we are. Yeah. So tiny, but so beautiful. In that blue marble of creation. Yeah. I just love it so yeah. much. And what if we would, would it change something for us if we remembered, if we thought more about the cosmos, would that change how certain we are about the stuff we post online, the stuff we say to each other? I mean, would it would it give us that sense of humility we're missing that so that we would stop talking like we understand everything? Well, remember, I mean, again, you go back to the space program. I remember Christmas Eve, Apollo 8, whenever the crew of Apollo, you know, left the Earth and and they were rotating around the moon for the very first time. And on Christmas Eve, that crew read Genesis. It was, I mean, I was a boy. It was a holy, holy moment. And if you listen to the reading of God's word as those guys were rotating around the moon, mm-hmm. I mean, it just was so incredibly overwhelming. How could you not see that and be moved by that and see how and fragile that, yeah, you are right. in a little tiny, you know, in the David Bowie's words, in a tin can, you are. I mean, you look at that, the, you know, the spaceships, it's, it's less than, a, you know, a quarter inch from where you're breathing oxygen to the cold darkness of outside deep space, a quarter inch separating you from life and death. And there's the vastness of the universe and beyond. How could you not be moved by that? How could you not be humbled by that? Anybody who thinks, you know, I've got this, I understand all this. I don't know. There's just, we are so tiny. We are. And I don't know what, I don't know what we need to change our perspective so that we would think different thoughts, put ourselves maybe in the, in the more appropriate place, well, you know, not being the authority, not being the one who's in the right club, who knows everything that's right, who knows every, you know, right political perspective or every right, you know, social choice and lecturing everyone around us. Yeah. I mean, I'm so sick of that. We're here for such a brief amount of time, right? I mean, I'm so I'm shocked how quickly my wife yeah. my life has gone by. That's what Billy I remember Billy Graham talking when he was I think when he hit 90 and he said what, 90. what most surprised you about life and he said it's brevity. It's so fast. Everybody says that. You know, if you talk to anybody Right, everybody says that, but, but it's, it's actually tr- true. It's shocking. It's over before, you know, oh, I I meant to do this and this and I think about this and I want to love that and right. God is good and what a creator. And we do ourselves a disservice by not engaging and loving him deeply and each other even more so, right? Anyway, let's take a break. Uh, What's next? Jerome Bettis. He's going back to school.
Oh, Notre Dame. Yeah, what's it like on the campus of Notre Dame? You think people are kind of, you know, keeping their phones out? I don't know. I, my guess is a lot of people, a lot don't, of know people don't know who he is. That's <laughs> right? a good point. Yeah. Take a break. Come back. High school students are deep into the process now of choosing, hoping, applying where they are going to be as the fall semester gets underway at colleges across the country. And, you know, from your own experience, this may have been you. Certainly it was us. You start to think. Uh, what do I want out of a school? How does this work? Where what, do am, I, what am I willing to pay for? Where do I fit in? What exactly do I want to be? At Grove City College, they say that you can pursue your calling to be transformed because an excellent education is really just the start. And you can discover your unique calling at Grove City to become a leader of purpose and principle in a Christ-centered learning and living environment. That's Grove City. It is. And it's one of those things that you should look into if college is in your future next year. Maybe if you're a senior, as you said, John, or maybe you're a college student who's interested in transferring to another environment, looking for um, another set of professors, new set of friends. It's worth it because Grove City is a small place, but it's academically rigorous. And the idea of pursuing Jesus while you're learning, while you're being encouraged to grow intellectually and academically, you can't beat it. Who are you? Well, Grove City College has the answers for you. Look online at gcc.edu, Grove City College. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think of calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Winter storm watch is in effect Sunday afternoon through Monday afternoon. Partly cloudy skies tonight, low 16. Very cold tomorrow, cloudy in the morning. Times of clouds and sun in the afternoon and a high of 25. Becoming cloudy Sunday with a coating to an inch of snow late in the afternoon. Snow can make roads and sidewalks slippery, disrupting travel. We'll see a high of 33. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. When you think about the Steelers in uh, postseason play, th- there are certain figures that come to your mind depending on how old you are. 
Um, but right at the forefront for me is Jerome Bettis. I mean, I, that story about Super Bowl Forty and it being in Detroit mm-hmm. and him going home and remember his mom and dad in all the videos and the whole and, and the preposterous way that Steelers had gotten to that point, you know, going to uh, Cincinnati and winning there and then going to Indianapolis and winning there and then going to Denver and winning there mm. before the Super Bowl. I mean, it was so crazy road. how it all, uh, how it all happened. And, of course, the fumble by uh, Drum yeah. on the goal line in Indianapolis and that the greatest tackle perhaps in – Pittsburgh Steeler history, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, bringing that down, bringing him down. It like it it was it was so much fun. The only thing about the game is, of course, we had all of the you know commentary about officiating mm-hmm. in the Seahawks game. <clears throat> whatever, but you know whatever, because uh, we won, so we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Uh, but it was just anyway, Jerome Bettis. Such a great face, such a wonderful personality, yeah. and totally embraced by Yenzers. I mean, he made, far he and made wide. Pittsburgh home. Absolutely. I mean, he came here as you know the stud from the Rams, and the, you think, how could this guy you know just get here? And it was a great story, and Ben making the promise, you know, right. yeah, we're going to get you there, and he did, and they won, so it's fabulous. It really was. So we do embrace him. Oh my gosh! I mean, he's just he's one of my all-time favorite Steelers. Uh, anyway, Jerome Bettis uh, tweeted this week that he had made an important decision, and that was that he was going to return to college. Now, I didn't remember that he had not graduated. I, th- I don't know when he was drafted because he wasn't drafted right. by the Steelers. Um, but he said this. This was uh, a tweet from three days ago. He said, "I've always told my kids that whatever you start, you finish." Today, I started my final semester at the University of Notre Dame. I knew when I left 27 years ago. Christy Stockdale was like a babe. She was like a babe. When he left 27 years ago to go to the NFL, that I would be back one day. It's never too late to pursue your dreams and further your education. Fabulous. You'd think they would just go, uh, here's earned credit. Right. Right. I mean, here's your world credit. Yeah, but well, you you're hoping you know Notre Dame is supposed to be an right. academically oriented institution. How many credits I wonder does he have to go through? He didn't say. He did. Fifteen, eighteen. Don't right. know. What, what's his course Could load? Could be like? three. Uh, yeah. I know people. I have friends who are three credits short of graduating who've never graduated. Yeah. Yeah, I know that story. Because they just can't make themselves go back. Uh, anyway. But but, uh, but but you would imagine though. You know how academia is. After a certain amount of time, those other credits that you've earned kind of dry up, right? It's not like they stay, they stay solid. If you're Jerome Bettis, they might. <laughs> I guess. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I can't say anything about how Notre Dame's looking at the situation. But your credits are your credits. Why would they dry up? I don't know. They're not you gonna, know, No, I, you've I, earned I them. Know. I don't know. Credits are things you've earned. I they don't. Know. It's not like they have a shelf life. Yeah, they might. I don't think they do. Just you know, the whole thing seems like oh, okay. I'll tell you what, though, I admire him. Me for too. Doing it I can go back. Clearly, he doesn't need the cash. He's not doing it for status. It's right. something he thinks is important to do, and he's kind of all. You said something the other day. Uh, you were talking about somebody, and you said, "Yeah, I think about him every day." I wonder if that's the kind of thing in Jerome Bettis's life. He's just thought about every day. Of course, it's just yeah, never right? leaves him, and so it's time to take care. Plus, of Plus, like it's the ultimate big man on campus. Right? Literally. He's hanging out at the snack bar. I saw him one time down at his restaurant in <laughs> yeah. the north side, and uh, he has a terrible time walking. 
At oh, least he did then. Uh, this was maybe four or five years ago. A terrible time. Terrible time walking. I mean, gosh. I mean, think about what his body's been through. Yeah, well, that's when you look at Ben. You know, maybe he's had surgery since then and he's in better uh, place. Boy, that's a price to pay. I isn't love it? him. Yeah, me too. I anyway. wish I had a Bettis jersey. I think I'm going to look for a Bettis jersey. Oh, yeah, maybe I'll get one too. Get out of here. Okay. WORD. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we shall die. Seems like a pretty accurate description of the way many people live, doesn't it? Well, this week on Through the Bible, Dr. J. Vernon McGee warns us about the problem with this type of selfish existence and reminds us that we don't have to be anxious about anything if we trust in God. Through the Bible, this afternoon at 1230 on 101.5 WORD. We all know health care costs are through the roof, but having insurance to back you up in uncertain times provides a sense of security to us, right? I'm Kathy Emmons, and about a year ago, I lost my sense of security when I lost my health insurance. It was a sudden thing, a COVID-era adjustment they had to make, my husband's employer said. But all of a sudden, after decades of being covered by the same people, I was on my own. But it turns out, not on my own. You know I've advertised for Todd Marley at Marley Financial for years now. I've loved the sound of what they offer to individuals and small businesses, but all at once I had to depend on them for my own health insurance. And wow, have they come through. From Todd, who took the time to explain all the options, to Carrie, who has walked through literally every bit of paperwork I've had, Marley Financial has been there for me. So if you're looking for a group of people who will be there for you, think Marley Financial. Find them online, marleyfg.com or at 724-884-1496. Live right now, the free Married in 12 Months or Less five-day challenge at lovestories.com. Featuring creator, author, and matchmaker Jackie Dorman. Jackie's teachings have helped thousands of women just like you get out of the waiting room and step into the love story that God has written for them. Are you wondering if this year you'll still be asking why it seems so easy for other people to find love, but so hard for me? If you're feeling the pain of being alone and are tired of everyone around you finding their soulmates and leaving you behind, then get ready to remove the barriers to finding the marriage of your dreams and start believing it's possible for you. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Join me in my Married in 12 Months Challenge, where I'll teach you why now is your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, and the tools you need to become a bride. Register at lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Pick up Jackie's book, Married in 12 Months or Less, wherever books are sold. Want to be a more effective disciple maker in 2022? Crossroads Ministries in Finleyville presents Refuel One Day Pittsburgh, Tuesday, January 25th. A free event for pastors, ministry teams, and community leaders to come together, be inspired, and learn what effective disciple makers do to better impact our world. Featuring Thomas Road Baptist Church Senior Pastor Jonathan Falwell and leaders of the Liberty Church Network. 9 to 3 p.m. January 25th, lunch will be provided. Register free of charge at CrossroadsMinistries.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Uh, Omicron spike, right? Steelers versus the Chiefs. That's much better, yeah. Right, yeah, but, but I would say yeah, yeah, the spike. What was a conversation that made you think? Um, 
I think it was yesterday we were talking with Daniel Silliman uh, about the venture capitalists mm-hmm. see the profit in prayer. Uh, prayer apps get a $175 million infusion, which is really weirdly interesting to me because I use a prayer app and I think, what is it that drives people with money to monetize worship? Uh, that was just an odd conversation. I've thought about it before he came to air and, of course, after air. I don't know. It's just really a strange thing that we live in now. That's what I thought about. Yeah. On Tuesday at 510, we talked to Carl Truman, and um, we talked about the strange fate of Hamilton, Parks and Rec, and Harry Potter. Yeah. And it was just, I, I had not thought about uh, the cultural backlash about how, you know, each one of those things was so uh, popular, paramount in cultural conversation at the time that they, they came out. And now in retrospect, People are finding a way to tear them down and talk about what's wrong with them. Right. I think, you know what? It's it's like a sickness we have. We can't – There's there really isn't anything holy. No, of there course not. There just isn't. There is not, and I love not to see one it, right? Thing. Right. I mean, you'd think – Not one of like, us. Like just the, the unbelievable excess of how much people loved Hamilton at the time it oh came out. Gosh. And Harry Potter. I mean, good grief. That was like so enormous. Yeah. And, to, you know, just Google the criticisms of them. And today – their legion yes yes what did you eat um my wife had hand surgery uh, and um so she's you know got her hand held up yeah she's held up she's got you know one hand in a you know not a cast but it's pretty looks like a cast so she's you know she's a fabulous cook well the cool thing is you know uh, my wife has made uh, countless meals for other people in the church all these years all of a sudden these meals (laughs) These meals start showing up at our house, and you go, woohoo, yeah. And you get to taste other people's cooking, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. So one of our friends, uh, Janice, showed up the other day with spicy red lentil chili. Oh, my gosh. Bring it. Oh my, with a dollop of yogurt on I mean, yeah. it had a nice mm-hmm. burn to it, mm-hmm. and it was Fabulous. I mean, I think about that and I get like, you know, oh, give me some spicy red lentil chili. So we've got other things, you know, stuff came today. Uh, other things came earlier. Well, you're living coming. right, John. I am living right. So, yeah, that's what I ate this week. That's fabulous. How about wow. you? Well, it's what I'm about to eat uh, because I've talked on the air before about how my husband's a pescatarian, can't yeah. eat meat. Doesn't. It's not that he doesn't want to, but uh, he has uh, colitis and, and can't eat meat. And so we, the rest of our family, me and my daughters, we decided we wouldn't eat meat either. It's been five years or so. Anyway, but when he's out, he's he's uh, playing. Uh, he's a musician. He's playing tonight. It's burgers. Burger night. You guys. Yeah. I haven't had meat. I don't know in a month, maybe. <laughs> I'm super. Excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So when you do this, did you go and like buy ground chuck uh-huh. only? Uh-huh. I believe very much in ground chuck. Mm-hmm. Usually I would like to grill it, but my grill is put away. Yeah. So I'm going to broil it. Mm-hmm. I'm really like, it's hard for me to focus on the show at this point because <laughs> you want a burger. Mm-hmm. No steak. No steak. We don't, I'm not a big steak. Oh, fan. I love a steak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So burger, yeah. cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any fries around that? Yeah, or? we're gonna we're gonna roast some potatoes uh-huh. in there. So that's mm-hmm. gonna be delicious. Yeah. And there'll be ketchup in a prodigious mm-hmm. amount. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's gonna. I'm really very much looking Sounds forward to it. Maybe to some Brussels sprouts to go on the side. Yeah, that's a buzzkill right there. Okay. So when your husband comes home and goes, ho ho, wait a second, I smell beef. No. What's he, that like? He, no. He he was like, I hope you guys are doing beef. 
He, because he's not, you know, he's one of those people. He's like, just eat it. Who cares? Yeah. I'm, I'm over it. No, but it just doesn't seem like. No, you're right about that. Yeah, I just want to establish some solidarity. With so the burgers in the Emmons. Yeah, it's burgers tonight. tonight. Mm-hmm. What did you watch? Uh, we went to the movies, and um, I, I think I talked to you about this, but I don't think I've talked to. Uh, 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 we went and saw Licorice Pizza. Oh yeah, which right. I loved. I loved it. Loved it. Loved. It's set in 1973. And uh, it is a delight, really. It's funny. It's quirky. It's all get out. Um, P- Paul Anderson is the the writer and the director of it, and um, it, it really kind of defies description. It's a little bit of a time capsule about this young couple and their you know sort of wanderings. It's about ambition and uh, what it's like to be alive in that time frame. And it really is kind of one of those things where you hate when you hear this, going to go. It's more of a character study. It really doesn't have, you know, you know, you gotta go, oh, that's really a great story. The story's sort of inconsequential to what is going on with the characters themselves. But we loved it. And uh, we haven't been to the theater a- an awful lot, but to go back to the movie theater and sit there, literally, there were like four people in the theater. And uh, I had a bucket of popcorn and a, and a oh, soda. Awesome. And I felt good about it. Licorice pizza. That is awesome. Um, I watched Elementary, which is a CBS show that was on maybe six or seven years ago, Johnny Lee Miller and Lucy Liu. It's the Sherlock Holmes uh, kind of recreation. Uh, but it just showed up on Hulu. And so I started watching it, re-watching it this week. I never watched the whole thing, but I, you know, I checked in from time to time. That's a great show. Hmm. He's such a, I love What's Johnny, Johnny Lee Miller. It's called Elementary. Elementary. So it's a Sherlock Holmes story set in New York City. Dr. Watson is a, a physician and a woman. Hmm. Lucy Liu plays her. And it's just, it, the, the show is not as much about him being Sherlock Holmes as it is about him being an addict. And um, she's his sober companion. That's how they meet. And it's just, if you've ever loved anyone who is an addict, um, it's just a really, it's a, I'm, it's surprisingly powerful to me when I watch it. I, love I it. really, really love it. So check that out is. Elementary on YouTube, on Hulu. What are you reading? You know, on your bedside table, I'm sure I have like a stack of books that, you know, if it fell over, it would hurt my foot. They fell on me. But, but I've been reading, I've been reading a book. You ever do this? I've had a book that I've been reading since May. I've read other books in the interim, but I, I read, you know, three quarters of this book. And there's this book called The Bell. It's a, a book that was written in 1958 by Iris Murdoch. Um, and it's set in this lay religious community in England next to an enclosed community of Benedictine nuns. Hmm. And it's a really weird story. And I, it's one of those things, I, I pick it up, I read five pages, then I fall asleep. It's taken me forever to read this book. I'm literally... 20 pages away from the book. And I'll be really You're happy. 20 pages away from the end? Yeah. And you can't just finish it? I'm close. I mean, I'm literally, I mean, this, like this past week, I'm I like I wouldn't going, be able to go to sleep if I was that no, close to the No, I end. just like, uh, it's like taking all these strange little turns and it's kind of, I'm very, very close. Uh, it's been enjoyable, but it's one of these things like as a bird, I'm just pecking at it, pecking at it, pecking at it. Sometimes I just power through books. This one, it's taken me forever to read it since May. But I'm almost done with the bell, the Irish bell. Murdoch. Yeah, okay. it's very interesting. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I started to read Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Oh. Who I think is the only member of the Ortland family we haven't talked to. Dane. Oh, we haven't talked to Eric uh, either. We, we need to get in touch mm. with those two. But we lo- we've we known uh, Gavin. Gavin for a long time. We met Ray. And Dane has written a – it's really moving – I just really am enjoying it. I very What's much it appreciate Gentle and Lowly. Gentle and Lowly. Mm-hmm. Very nice. 
what hacked you off? I, I don't often get hacked off at, like, international events. But the Russians and Ukraine, you know, this is, I, I spent a week in Ukraine and loved it. Kiev, what a beautiful mm-hmm. city. The people were fabulous. And then you think about what's happening or about to happen. I mean, that's kind of scary, and it's certainly going to be very dangerous. And Putin and his ambitions, and it could ignite a war of, of just gigantic proportions. I see that, and I think, what are you doing? To do what? To what end? For your grand ambitions, your greed, your what? Your national, you know, hold on more and more and more. I, I just don't get it. It hacks me off when I see it mm-hmm. and I think about it. What the Russians are about to do at Ukraine? Yeah. I'm married to a teacher, and most of us just have no idea what day-to-day life is like for teachers mm. in COVID. I mean, I just – every day, I'm telling you, is something they did not plan for. There's kids that don't show up at school, or there's kids that do show up at school that they weren't expecting, or kids that they don't know where they are because somebody thought that they were supposed to be at school and another person thought they were learning remotely. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the, teachers don't know what to expect at work right now, ever. They don't know who's going to be there, who's going to be at home. They don't know who there's going to be who they're going to be working with because the teacher next door, who who they who is a coworker, just had an exposure to COVID and doesn't show up, and they don't have they can't get a substitute because there aren't enough substitutes. So someone has to teach their class and someone else's class, and they were never expecting it, and they don't know what the class is working. I mean, you, it is like talk about pivoting on a dime. Mm-hmm. That's what every teacher is doing right now, and I just. You add to that the whole thing about all the regulations where, okay, there's certain things you have to do if you're vaccinated or if you're not vaccinated. Or if you test positive and you are vaccinated. Or you're vaccinated and you test negative. You know what I mean? Right, it's like right. there's there's everything, symptoms or not, all those sorts of things. And I just think, man, we owe a lot. <sighs> we owe an incredible debt to our teachers right now for keeping all this that. going. Yeah, I'll buy that, yeah. What was the best news you heard this week? Okay, so I hear you talk about that. Best, no, the best news I heard this week, my kids are back in college. That schools That's were open, both news. universities yep. my kids go to, boom, dig it. I th- I'm so grateful for that. We didn't think it was going to happen, but it did, so back in school. And come on, the Steelers are in the playoffs. Yeah. Who thought that would happen? Very nice. Oh, my gosh, it's great. And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review. WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. I am yours. New music from Need to Breathe. Heart of the Father from Ryan Ellis. To the heart of the Father. Egypt from Corey Asper. Best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Cancer. So many lives are touched by cancer. In fact, one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer. At the American Cancer Society, we're on a mission to free the world from cancer. It's a big mission, driven by little things like a ride to treatment, a free place to stay, a 24-7 helpline. 
But these little things are really the big things. Because to a cancer patient and their family, they're everything. And every day we reach thousands of cancer patients who so desperately need these services. But we need your help to get these critical services to more people and families in need this holiday season. Go to cancer.org and join the fight against cancer. It takes just minutes to donate and help provide essential support to cancer patients and their families. Don't wait. More than one in three people will be diagnosed with cancer. Go to cancer.org right now and make a difference. Go to cancer.org. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towel. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. But right now, MyPillow.com promo code is WORD. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's new bed, new you sale. Start the year off right. Shop select mattresses from top brands starting at $159.99. Plus, you'll even get immediate delivery. Don't miss out. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. All right. So we make our picks each Friday. Yeah. Our hometown picks at 550. And um, we've been doing this for several months. And overall, it is a tight race. So Christy's been leading us pretty much the whole time. She's pretty got much. 19 and a half points. Um, but John uh, leapt forward last week, and it's been controversial between Christy and I, I'll be honest, because she did not think that you should have been given an extra point for calling the Jacksonville victory over the I mean, I get that. I, I, I understand why. But, you know, you have to give points for just pure moxie. That, To be <laughs> honest with you? Moxie. I, I also had to give the point because you and I mocked it so much, Christy. I felt we really did. You weren't we, here. We just, we just, we just. Oh, I should have gotten two points. Had, no, had I tuned down. in and heard You're that. You're getting two points. Jeez. Anyway, uh, so so points. now John is tied, Christy, at 19 and a half. And I'm, Boom. I have fallen behind. I mean, I've been behind the whole stinking time. You're the but expert. I'm at 18 because I had a good week. It's not good, that far away. I had a good weekend last weekend. So uh, we've got four games to pick, and we're going to start with the Pens. Um, the Pens are playing the Sharks. How about last night? Oh, yeah. Thank you for the music. You're, you're welcome. Thank you. Last night was Go Kings, not go. Holy yeah. smokes. But we look forward to tomorrow. Pens at Sharks, Saturday, 1030. And so, Christy, I'll start with you. Tell me what you think is going to happen there. 4-2 uh, Pens. 4-2 Pens. You say that. Wait, that's, I'm doing the same thing. What? 4-2 Pens. You know, Did now... I- now he's just, you know, no, trying no. to yeah. cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I'm, <laughs> I'm trailing in your, in Listen, your vapors. Listen, I'm, I'm saying it's going to be tied 2-2 at the what? end of regulation, oh. and uh, the Sharks are going to win it in a shootout. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's, how I, that's how I feel about Stop it. Stop that. Okay, so let's move forward then to uh, Saturday's games in the NFL uh, wildcard weekend. So we have Raiders at Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, John, start us out. A Bengals 31, Raiders 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christy. 
27-20 Bengals. Really? We're all picking the Bengals. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game. I went 35-25 Bengals. Whoop. Joe Burrow. I think he's the real deal. Yeah. I really do. I, I think know. he's a terrific player, and I really hate that he's in our division. Okay. Um, so moving on to the, the hated Patriots Yeah. at the Bills. Um, that's Saturday at 8.15. I'm going to start on this one. I also think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and I really hate to say this because this is not what I want to happen, but I think it's going to be 34-31 Pats. Oh, holy moly. John? Okay, all right. Uh, because they're playing in Buffalo, and the game time temperature is going to be, be like- minus. <laughs> Minus three, minus four, they're saying. I'm saying the Bills will be hard-pressed to lose in those conditions. Bills 21, Patriots 17. Okay. Christy? 20 to 16 Bills. 2016 Bills. Okay, so I'm the only one that's taken the Pats. And knowing now, I made these picks a couple days ago. Knowing how cold it's going to be, my pick's probably stupid, but that's just the way it is. And, of course, the marquee game is uh, Steelers at Kansas City on Mm -hmm. Sunday night at 8.15. I'm going to be a nervous wreck. I probably won't be able to watch because I'll have my head under a pillow. Let's hope it's a good game. Let's hope it's a good game. John, tell us. I'm going first. All right. Um, You know, Homer. And I'm picking the Steelers Are you? to win. Good Are for you? you? Yes, I am. Okay, why what? Steelers 24, Chiefs 21. Okay, Good Christy. for you. 27-17, Chiefs. Okay. 27-17. I can't believe I'm doing this, Don't but I'm the picking the Steelers. Well, hey. I'm doing it. There Let's you go. Good odds, count. you guys. Good. I think it's going to be kind of low scoring. I'm going 20-17, Steelers. Let's go, Steelers. Here Game we go. Game-winning drive by Ben in the fourth quarter to seal it. All right. Juju? Juju, Juju, I think he's going to play. How I don't know. How play? good could he be? How can he play? He how good be could he be? A poor I'm nervous as heck. Seriously, I'm sick thinking about it. Go Steelers. Go Steelers. See you Monday. Have a great weekend. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.